0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, Lord, God.
1: Thank you, Lord, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Oh my gosh, let me go. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. My God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Good morning. How you doing? Come on, family. Come in here. Oh my God, thank you, Father God. Oh my God, thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, 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 we thank you, Lord. Oh my God, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Judah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Come here. Thank you. Thank you, you, Jesus. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Lord God. Oh my God. He's like, Mom, what are you doing? Good morning. How y'all doing? Oh my God. My heart is full and my heart is grateful.
0: My heart is full and my heart is grateful. Okay. I just shared. Would you do me a favor and go share as well? Hey, Manny. Good morning. Oh my God, good morning. Good morning, Julia. How y'all doing this morning? Will you do me a favor and go share
1: the devotional as well, please? Thank you, Courtney Burns, for
0: always being so faithful to um, your sisters and brothers in the kingdom and tagging them and making sure they're here. Um, Don't forget to share where you are so that we can pray over our our parts of the nation that um, we are called to. Ooh, I'm excited this morning. I got an excitement in my belly. Oh, my God. Thank you. 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 And then let's just bless his name and thank him this morning. He is so faithful. He is so good. He is so faithful. And he doesn't have to do anything to be faithful. I mean, to for me to reverence him, he doesn't have to do anything. I know him to be good. Like, my life is evidence that he is good. Like my life, Shanquita, is evidence that he is good and he is faithful. The fact that I'm still here, Lexis, is that he is good and faithful. The fact that I'm still here, Kim Yarley, is, he is good and faithful. Hey, come on now. He is good and he is faithful. He is so good and he is faithful. He is. He's a faithful God. He's a good job God. He's just, he's true, right? And sometimes I can tell like, you know, um, like, I can tell just like, how can you say this when you've lost so much? Like, how, Lakeisha, can you still testify to the goodness of God when you lost so much? Can I tell you really what it is? I understand the seasons and times. I understand that God is sovereign. When I say God's sovereign, he has supreme rule. And even when I don't get what he's doing in my life, and even when it's hard, like we're burying my uncle this week, right? He's already transitioned to be with the Lord. And it seems like in the eight last eight years, right, we've lost so many family members. I've lost so many people that I love, right? But I can still stand and tell you God is faithful. I can still tell stand and tell you God is good, Like, I can still tell you, I was talking to my cousin yesterday and I'm like, how are you doing? And he said, I'm I'm pressing through, I'm pressing, like I'm pressing through. And I know what this press is like. And I'm like, God, but you were so good and so faithful to my uncle. You gave him such a long life. Oh my God, you were with him always. And so the thing that, um, the thing that lets me reverence God is just, he's just so good and he's so faithful Like, he's just so good and he's so faithful. And when I say that, I'm not just saying, like, because sometimes we get in the rhythm of just saying things to just say stuff. But, like, y'all, when I say God is good and when I say God is faithful, like, I mean, he is good and he is faithful. Like, I can mark so many moments. We're good. God is good to us. So let me give you just a tiny bit of our testimony, right? I've been sharing you, with you this journey, and then I'm going to get right into the word. I'm going to pray. I've been sharing with you this journey with Josiah. Um, yesterday, we were able to come out of our stitches. But can I tell you um, why this is also so powerful? Um, there was a piece of skin um, that the doctors were concerned about, right? Right. There was a piece of skin that they were concerned about. I really, we really didn't talk about that a lot. Um, but when they looked at the skin, they were like, we don't know if this is bruised or if his skin is dying in this spot, right? And so we had to set our faith to trust that no matter what that piece of skin looked like, that God was supreme ruler. And no matter what they said to us when we showed up Tuesday. That God was still faithful, right? So they're looking at the skin and they're like, This the flesh could be dying, right? And we just begin to speak life um to that to his body. Like we just begin to speak life, but it wasn't even so much about us just the speaking life. Um, because God reigns supreme even when we don't know what to speak or say, but we just remain, we just switched our perspective because at first we were grieved. Can I just be honest? And I was walking, we were grieved. I was, and I know he was. We were grieved by this situation because this is not what we were expecting in this season in our life. And I went to walk one morning um, last week, and I was out walking. And the Lord asked me, He says, How long are you gonna grieve this situation? How long are you gonna grieve this situation? How long are you gonna stay focused? On what it is, because I was grieving. You can grieve more than people, you can grieve more than death. I'm just telling you, you can't. And so I was out walking. He says, Lakeisha, how long are you going to grieve this situation? How long are you going to focus on what happened? Right. And so as he began to speak those words to me, I had to reset my faith. And I'm like, Lord, I'm not, I'm going to put my trust in. I'm going to put my trust in you, like, no matter how big this is, I'm going to put my trust in you, no matter how overwhelming this is, that this is a part of our purpose, that this is fine tuning us, that this is, this is grooming us, right? Yeah, Courtney, even when we grieved or we tired, right? But it takes some faith to recognize this and it takes some shifting in perspective. And I don't want y'all to sit and think every journey or every day with the Lord is, feel so good today. That is not true. That is not, that is not true. Every day isn't, oh, I just, we have moments, we have ebbs, we have flows. Some days it's high, some days it's low, right? But I can testify, my God, to the goodness, Julia. I can testify to the goodness, Angela. I can testify to the goodness, Cherie. And where my joy is, is in Christ Jesus where my joy is is in the salvation of knowing who Jesus is and what Jesus does. So when the Lord looks at me and says to me, how long are you going to grieve this situation? Like, how long are you going to be caught up in this situation? I need you to get your eyes focused back on me and know even though this is not the plan y'all had, even though this is not where y'all wanted to be, that God is with us right he said he'll never I can I tell you something I bank on can I tell you something like I have put my resolve in he told me he'll never leave me or forsake me and even when life is applying pressure come on y'all because life will apply pressure (laughs) even when life is applying pressure come on somebody somebody out there knows life will apply pressure (laughs) life will apply pressure my God, even when life is applying pressure, right? God is still good and faithful. Like even when life is applying pressure, even when life is throwing blows, even when life, like it seems like every time I'm just going to be honest. Can I just be honest for a second? Because I feel like I need to share this with somebody because sometimes, sometimes people look into your story and they see a smidgen of your story and they see you worship the Lord and they see your perseverance. Don't confuse perseverance, continue grace to the end. Don't don't confuse my bulldog tenacity to not give up to think that I'm never not under pressure, right? Like life presents pressure, marriage presents pressure, children present pressure, uh, walking in purpose and the call on your life gonna present some pressure, right? But but the pressure is doing multiple things. Can I tell you this for just a second? The come on, <laughs> the the pressure is doing the pressure is producing oil. And we're going to talk more about that. The pressure is producing your character and the pressure is building your dependency on God. We are too dependent upon ourselves. We are too dependent upon others. And most of us have been reigned and raised and geared that way. We're too dependent on trying to get to the goal right? We're too dependent on trying to get to the goal. It's not about the goal. It's about, you know, when when, when the Lord was saying, come on, I'm going to walk this thing through. Father, open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. I'll pray at the end. I need to let the spirit flow. When the Lord was saying to us in First Peter 2 and 9, Manny, when he was saying, We were a royal priesthood, a chosen people. We love to quote the scripture, and the scripture is as as real to us as it was as it was identified to Peter. Right when God was identifying that we were His special possession, right then He says something key in this scripture because we love to talk about being a royal priesthood, but we don't talk about the goal of our priesthood. And priesthood is not just for those that are called into ministry I can break this down I'm gonna give this to you but he says in there he says first Peter 2 and 9 he said that you may declare the praises of him who called him right that you that out of darkness into the marvelous light that you declare the praises of him (laughs) if we could ever get this right it's not about it's not about doing (laughs) oh my God it's not about doing It's not about a goal. We are so goal centered and goal oriented. And I promise y'all this used to be my life. Oh my God. I used to be so focused on the goal that I was leaving out the spirit. I used to be so focused on the goal and the positioning and where I needed to be that I was leaving out God. I was getting ahead. I didn't even realize it because I was doing what God had told me to do. I didn't realize I was so busy trying to get to the destination that I was not experiencing the journey. Come on now. Trying to get to the destination and not experiencing the journey. Trying to get to the destination, Felicia, and not really realizing why he created me, Kedra. Trying to get to the destination and not realizing that I'm his and I belong to him. And if he never asked me to do nothing, oh my God if he ever never asks us to do nothing, if he ever never ever, ever asked me to do nothing, if he just asked me to sit and worship him, then I'm valuable to him. Woo! And, and then I'm valuable to him, if he never ever asked me to do nothing, if he never says go anywhere, if he never says speak to anybody, if he, if he never asks me to do nothing, it's not about the goals, it's not about being seen, it's not about, if he never asked me to do nothing, the goal is for the desire of the Lord. Come on, y'all. The desire of the Lord, First Peter 2 and 9, but you're a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. If he ever, never asked me to do nothing, Casey. If he never, ever asked me to do nothing, My God, if he never called me to minister, if he never said, we put so much glory in what we're doing. We put so much glory in what we're doing, right? Because we want to be seen, because we want to be heard, because we want to feel important, because we want to feel useful, right? But, But this whole scripture was describing his personal relationship with Israel as it is his personal relationship with us, right? so we are chosen like israel was connected by race country origin and all this other stuff we are connected by jesus come on y'all we're connected by jesus that's how we're connected they were by race this was a whole different thing but we're connected with jesus as soon as we accept jesus christ as lord and savior then god becomes our spiritual father and because the fragment come on holy spirit i hear you because the fragment the fragmented view of the father has been skewed and messed up for so long, right? Many of us had issues with earthly fathers. And because we had issues with earthly fathers, it's made it so difficult for us to come into a relationship with our own father, right? So so, so because we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and then he becomes our father, and then I get to know him as father. I've got to get fresh revelation of what he looks like as father, <laughs> What does this mean for him to be a father and i don't care what you tell me this is so hard when you didn't have a good father and so if you didn't have a good father you may think performance is way to the heart of god i'm about to go i'm about to run you might think performing is how you're gonna get to god right because again we are in a society that tells you we boast on our goals we brag on our day we're unguilty of it. We brag on what we're doing. We talk about what we're doing all the time. Woo! Lord, reset us this morning. Thank you for your word this morning. We bust on this all the time and forgetting, right? So in the relationship with your father, right? Come on, Holy Spirit. We're, we're, we're not orphan. We're his. We're his. We belong to him. And you'll never, ever get this in your flesh because your flesh may not pick this up and feel this at first right because when i've been orphans when i've been abandoned when i've been rejected by my earthly father when i don't know my identity in my earthly father when my earthly father died um when i was too young i'm just gonna give you perspective um when i was abused by my earthly father whatever it is right like whatever whatever it is it skews your perspective it puts a lens it clouds your direction it plugs your ears And then in a society that teaches us um, working and the rewards of working, we will put that in every relationship instead of just being. Come on, y'all. We're going to put this in every relationship instead of just being. And that's that's the just being LMJ. (laughs) Um, Instead of just being, right? That's what God started teaching me. I just need you to be LMJ. I just need you to be who I created you to be. Well, to God, we need to just learn how to let God be to us. We don't, and the scripture tells us this is not about your works. Oh, my God, Joe. This is not about your works. The scripture tells us this. Oh, my God, my camera, my camera went off. Oh, my God, that's how I be knowing when I'm hot. The scripture tells us it's not about your works. We're going to switch cameras real quick. Oh, my God, my camera went off on Facebook. The scripture tells us it's not about your works. Oh my God, it's not about your works. Come on, y'all. It's not, right? And so if it's not about my works, then I have to reset my mentality towards I'm working towards this relationship with God and understand and get revelation that God like just wants me to be. this good. Okay. God wants me to be like, like he just wants to be with me and he just wants me to be. This is not a goal centered relationship. Thank you for the that. This is not a goal center. This is not a goal center relationship. Some days you may get up with the Lord and all he wants you to do is worship him. Um, some days you may get up with the Lord and that's all he does. He just wants you to worship him oh my God, my my, that's it. It's not a goal center. Like it's not goal center. So when he was talking to him, he says, I got a special relationship with you. I've called you into a royal priesthood. I know it's hot because I done got hot in here, right? You, I'm your father, right? Your identity is me. So I need you to get to know me as father. I need you to know you're specific, you're set apart. You're not supposed to look like this world. This world has a goal-centered relationship with me. This world thinks that it's by your works. This world thinks it's by religion. This world, um, this world, this world. No, you got a holy relationship. You got, like when Jesus died on the cross, it tore the veil. So guess what? I don't have to work to commune with, I'm about to go. I don't have to work to commune with my father. I don't have to be in a specific position or place in the church to be able to be connected to my father. I don't have to have a priest or a pastor to be connected to my father. That's not what it's like. It's like, no, right? This is not, no, no. Here I am. Jesus died. You accepted him as Lord and Savior, and I am your father. The relationship is restored. The relationship is real. Come on, y'all. My God. relationship is stored. The relationship is real. I'm loved. You're set apart from this world. I'm calling you to a place and I am your father and you do not have to work to be with me. Come on. Can you put this in the comments? I don't have to work to have God as my father. I don't have to work to have God as my father. I don't have to work for my relationship with God. I just get to be in the relationship with God because he called me this. My children, Judah and Josiah don't have to do anything for me to love them, right? But in a goal-centered world, we will think our children have to perform or be in a certain or a specific. See, this has been the breakdown in our families, in our marriages, in our relationships. We're constantly looking to do instead of just being loved. Go be loved today, Right? I'm not a Christian. I don't bring Christian. I'm a Christian and I take that with me wherever I go, right? Christian is my identity. Christian is who I am. I don't become and take Christian to places. I take that everywhere I go. So I'm just, I'm just being, I'm just being. That's why when he said, What's the greatest commandment? Come on now. He said, What's the greatest commandment? They were asking, they're like, What is the greatest commandment? He said, Love the Lord thy God with all your heart. (laughs) Like love me with anything, everything. Well, loving isn't about reaching a goal or doing. That's not what his love, That's that's such a skewed perspective of love. And if I don't understand this, then condemnation, remember what we learned yesterday, Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Then condemnation comes in and tries to make me think that I'm not working hard enough to be in the relationship with God. And then every time I mess up, come on y'all, every time I don't get it right, then I think God is rejecting me when that is no further from the truth. Every time I miss the assignment, every time I miss the goal. I was talking to Judah last night and we were talking about the new school year and he was sharing with me, he said, "You know." Yeah, I have a, I've had a cycle or a pattern of one year is a good year, the next year is not. One year is a good year, the next year is not. He said, based on the cycle or pattern, this should be my year that this is not a good year. I'm just telling you what he said. And we all have cycles. Sometimes we don't even recognize it. He said, this should be the year that I don't have a good year. And he said, mom, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's made me a little fearful. Right. He said it made me a little fearful, fearful, anticipate. So I said to him, I said, but you're going to be good, like you're going to be good. You're going to be fine. And I said, and then when you fall off, I'm just being for real. When you fall off or you mess up, you repent and you get back up. The scripture says a just man (laughs) falleth. Come on now. A just man falleth adjust me and follow. And I said, boy, when you mess up, you get back up and you start all over again. Well, if my goal at the beginning of the school year is driven by, oh, I'm not going to follow. I'm not going to mess up. That's not relationship. Woo! I got to go. That's not relationship. If my goal every year is I'm not going to mess up with God, then that's not relationship. Woo! Come on, Lord. You freeing us this morning. That's not relationship. Come on, y'all. That's not my relationship. If my goal every year is I'm not going to mess up, that's not relationship. That that's not, that's not relationship. Because if I understand the nature of my flesh, I'm going to sin. I'm going to mess up. I'm going to sin. I'm going to mess up. If I understand the nature of my flesh, I'm going to sin. I'm going to mess up. <laughs> because of the flesh. That's my father nature, right? He was who I sinned, cast the first stone. I'm going to sin. I'm going to mess up, Julia. I'm going to mess it up. That's what's going to happen. And so my goal isn't, I'm not going to sin. I'm not going to mess up. My goal is to be in relationship with the Father and the love that I have for my father, Miss Ruby, and the love that I have for him is what's going to draw me away from the sin, <laughs> The love that I have for my father is what's going to draw. Because guess what? I'm just not going to want to disappoint him because he loves me so much. Woo! Come on. I needed this. I'm just not going to want to disappoint him because he loved me so much. Because he loves me. Because It's not going to be because I'm trying to get him to approve of me. It's not going to be because I'm trying to get him to like me. He already likes me. He already loves me. He already has need. He's already called me who he's called me to be. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sin. I'm going to be not because the Holy Spirit is going to remind me, you know, that's not who you are. That's not who you are as a royal priesthood. That's why Romans 12, presenting our body as a living sacrifice to not being conformed to the world by renewing our mind in the word of God. Your job, my responsibility is to get up every morning and renew my mind in the word of God. Um, so that the Holy Spirit can be alive and awaken me into things. But I'm not going to get up and make my goal not to sin, or I'm going to sin and mess up. I'm not going to make my goal not to mess up. I'm going to make my goal every day. Because here's the other thing. When Paul was asking him, remove this thing from my side, right? The Lord could wipe sin out the earth. He said, remove this thing from my side. And he was like, no, my grace is sufficient. And I'm I'm stronger when I'm weakened right. I'm just rephrasing this for you right over in 2 Corinthians. He says, when I'm weak, when, when my focus is on the love of the Father, then my prayer life and what I say looks different, right? Every day I'm before him now saying, I need you to give me strength. I need you to give me strength. I don't have, I need you, I need, I can't do this without you. I can't do this day without you. Um, I can't parent without you. I can't do this ministry without you. I need you to give me strength. I need your strength. I need your strength on this. I'm weak. I don't I don't, I don't have all the answers. I don't have all the resources. I don't I am I'm, I'm totally dependent upon you. I need you to give me strength. I need answers, I need clarity, I need wisdom. I'm, this is how I'm talking to God. this I cannot there's nothing I cannot I cannot make this up. I cannot do this on my own. Like, I need you to give me the strength for this. And guess what he does? Give me strength. I want to give you one more scripture. First Corinthians 15, 58. And then I'm going to pray and we're going to get out of here. It says, therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Because you know that your labor is not in vain. I'm telling you, (laughs) I'm telling you, we remain fixed. And confident in the scriptures. We remain fixed and confident in the fact that Jesus will return again. We remain fixed and confident in who God is and his love for us. We don't remain fixed and confident in setting goals for ourselves that could perhaps lead us to a position and place. Where we are in a cyclic or a repetitive pattern or like Judah identified, I've been in a cycle, right? Well, because you're setting goals not to mess up. Your goal, your responsibility is to love the father and he gonna work. But if we'll be honest as parents, can we just be honest for a second? Many of us have taught our children to please us by not messing up. We've taught our children disappointment in our relationship because when they don't do what we ask or look like what we ask or operate what we how we ask, or they are in a season where they got problems or issues, or they're in a season where their sexuality doesn't line up with what we say, their belief in God, and I'm guilty of this as well, their belief in God doesn't line up with what we say, then we punish them accordingly. I'm going to share this. A friend of mine said something to me recently. Their daughter had did some things. And she said, "Um, we made a decision not to take her phone. We didn't take her phone. She did some things on her phone. We made a decision to not take her phone. And here is why. Because at some point, she has to learn how to walk in truth. And she's not going to walk in truth by us always regulating, taking, punishing, and I do believe in discipline. She said she got to learn how to walk in truth. So we presented her with the truth of what this looks like if she continues down this path. And then we positioned also that with the with the Lord, that we trust you. She's been saved. Jesus is in her. She's filled with the Holy Spirit. And we are not going to lord over her in this situation. We're going to put the responsibility back on the Lord because the responsibility is not on us, but that comes from understanding who you are as the parent, how much you love your children despite the things that they have done, right? Because that's how the father loves us, that you love your children despite the things they have done, right? Right? (laughs) And then you rear them in a different place That's not a goal-centered relationship with God. That's a, this is my father. He loves me and I love him and I'm learning to love him. And that's going to be what guides this relationship and nothing else. Same thing for our children. This is my, this is my child that I love. And yet what they did, I might not agree with, but my love does not change for them based on whether or not they hit my target mark, they hit my goal, they're doing the things that I would hope for them to do. My love for them is because this is my child. That's what we got to get back to. We got to get back to the love of the Father. (laughs) And understand that our relationship with him does not get managed through goals. Let me pray. Father God, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the truth this morning. I thank you for pulling us um, from places that that treat the relationship that we have with you as if it's a goal, you showed us in your word how you are um, have already called us to be a royal priesthood, and your desire for us is to worship you. Woo! Your desire for us is for us to love you. Your your desire is not for us to do all these activities. Um, to prove um, that we're in a relationship, you just want us to be. (laughs) You just want us to be. You just want us to understand who we are as your children, understand how valuable we are to you, even if we don't do anything. We're still your chosen children. We're still your royal priesthood. We're still your remnant. So I'm asking you, Lord God, to strengthen us today in the truth. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. I don't know about you, but that was for me. This is not a goal-centered relationship. God is not interested in a goal-centered relationship. My God, his desire, that scripture is so powerful, his desire Is for us to worship, to glorify him. My God. Father God, thank you for resetting and restoring your children today. Let me give you just two things and then we're going to get out of here. One, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, here's your moment. That's how it begins. Your just being comes from just accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Your just being comes from just accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You're just being your start is you, the partnership, the restoration, everything you've been looking for. It's not about running after purpose. It's about pursuing God. Matthew 6, 33, seeking God first. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna accept Him as Jesus as Lord and Savior. Repeat after me. You gotta make a confession of faith. It starts with a confession out your mouth. This is so important. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life. To take away my sins, I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you pray that prayer, send us an email info at justbeinglmj.com. And guess what? We're gonna do. We're gonna send you. um, We're gonna send you some materials, right? We're gonna do that. And we want to make sure. I also want you to go to the website lmjministries.org. October 13th through 16th, we have a women's retreat um, coming up. It's a small space. There's only gonna be a few of us there. Um, so we have a women's retreat and we're going to we're going to um get together. We're going to worship the Lord. We're going to get reset. We're going to restart. Um, we dropped it on the, the shop on the website. Um, it's $3.99. You're paying for your lodging, your whole weekend, all that other stuff. I want you to be a part of that. Um, we tried to break this down um, As much as we can I want you to be a part of that There's going to be a full weekend of restoration Starting on a Thursday, out on a Sunday If that's you, if you feel the Lord Just go register My last position is if the Lord calls you to partner With this ministry, Lord we thank you for our partners And what I mean by partner Is you give an offering A seed, your tithes, or Whatever it is, we're 501c3 If the Lord is calling you today to partner with this ministry Go over to the website, lmjministries.org Um, And you can give wherever. It gives you all the ways to give on the website. Um, Cash app, all that is available on the website. So go there and give. Give today. um, And you find out all the ways um, your partnership makes a difference in this world. Feed the Streets, Single Moms. You can find out all of that on the website. Um, I'm grateful. Um, Let me bless you. Father God, um, may your face shine on us. May your face turn to us. Um, may your face, um, um, may your love for us supersede anything today. May we be overwhelmed with your goodness today. It, let health be our reasonable portion. I thank you, Father God, that your word strengthens us today, um, strengthens um, the tired and the weakened places, Lord God. Bless your vessels, bless the work of their hands. Let favor go before them and be their rear guard. And I'm asking you, Lord God, Do something special for your people today. For those who are just, you know, we can say just do something special for them. A little token of love that reminds them of who you are. I'm asking God to do something special for you today. Um, He already has, but I'm just asking him to love on you a little bit more today. And I need you to do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let the love of God um, be seen through you right? Be an extension of his arm. Go be loved today. Let somebody else experience the love of God through you. I love you so much. And so does God. And I'll see you back here in the morning at six. I received that key. Thank you. I'll see you back here in the morning at 6am. Invite somebody in, share the devotional. Somebody needs the strength of this word. I love y'all so much. Love, peace and blessings. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your people today. Thank you. Thank you for your people today. Thank you for your people today. Thank you for your people today. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.